What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne once again. Thank you guys for joining us. I am joined today with Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? Tired. Very tired. Very long day. I think you're tired, too. Yeah, I'm very tired. I did a double last night, everyone. Yeah. This isn't my job yeah. job yet. <laughs> I still got to yeah, work to pay the bills. Right. <laughs> so I am pretty tired, but um, we got to have a good show today. We got lots of stuff to get into. So we will start right now. Alex, thank you once again for being a part of this show. Everyone yeah, knows always, episode episode 16 of the Cinemania World Show. We're so happy to be here as always. Let's get started. All right, so over the weekend, we had uh, TIFF. Um, for those of you who don't know what TIFF is, TIFF is the Toronto International Film Festival. Really big film festival, like one of the biggest, next to Sundance and stuff like that. All the stars come out, all the... Um, all the critics and fans come out and stuff. I honestly didn't know about it until about a couple months ago. But I'll definitely be trying to get into it next year because that's that'll be that's definitely that's kind of a fun event to be a part of. You know what I mean? So, so many movies were played. So many movies were played. Um, were shown for the first time over the weekend. We had like movies like First Man, um, Halloween, The Predator, uh, The Hate You Give. So many movies. Like I'm trying to find a li- like an actual list, uh, but it was widows. yeah, widows. Uh, we had beautiful uh, boy that was showed. Uh, we had just a, a lot. Born? A stars born. Yes, that's actually one of the big ones. Um, we just had a lot of shows that was um shown during the TIFF festival, and a lot of praise to be to be had from all these um, new movies that were shown. So we just wanted to talk about all the movies that's getting all the praise, say our thoughts about them. Of course, we were not. We was not there. But it's very exciting to hear some of the movies that are getting so much praise. So we'll start off with, like, Halloween, of course. I'm a horror fan, and I've been looking forward to this. This was one of the movies that, like, as it was getting closer, I was getting more nervous of if it was going to be good or not. But... Listen, the praise coming out of TIFF is, like, people are calling it, like, better than the original, and that it's amazing and outstanding. So what are your thoughts on, like, the Halloween reactions and stuff? Good. That makes me happy, because I, I haven't seen any of the Halloween films after the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the first one's my favorite slasher film of all time, so the fact that this is getting good reviews. It looked good from the trailers, but I, I was like you. I was still skeptical. I was like, mm, I don't know, because Blumhouse is hit or miss. Right, right. Uh, You're totally right with so, that. Yeah. So, um, it makes me happy that it's getting, you know, I mean, I, w- I won't say, like, overwhelming positive reviews, but, I mean, mm-hmm. we got, uh, I'm on Metacritic right now, 15... They, they calculated 15 critics. It's got an average score of 64. Mm-hmm. It's got the green box around it, so that's good. Right, and then Rotten Tomatoes is in like the 90s right now, which is really is good it? for yeah, it's, which is really good for a horror film and stuff. But I am look, I didn't see any, I didn't see any like bad things about it so far. Like I'm trying to catch that one person who didn't even really like, like it. Even the, even the mixed ones have been like positive. Yeah, everyone says that Jamie Lee Curtis is a badass. Um, everything was there. Michael Myers is terrifying again, which is really important to me because, listen, like, out of all these movies, like, I've never, never been, like, afraid of the shape until, you know, the first one I was when I was little, but this one, I was just never really afraid of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
so yeah like I wasn't never I, I was never really afraid of Michael Myers you know until I you know when I got older of course you kind of get over it but one thing that was missing from all the sequels even H2O which is like one of my favorites was the utter scare of this man and feeling like something bad is going to happen when he appears on scene you know all the movies that's that like all the sequels that came on afterwards you know he would come on scene and because of the mask because the mask would be like so funny looking or something or you know you just really just wouldn't take him seriously you know so that's probably one of the reasons why I'm excited to hear that people are saying that he's frightening again you know what I mean so that's really good to hear you know yeah, so that's definitely. so that's definitely exciting. I'm excited to see the movie. The movie comes out next month, literally like another month and some days away. So I'm oh, really excited good. about so that. It is out next month. It, yeah, it came out right on Halloween. Yeah, I don't think it could because of the dates and stuff like that. But hold on, I don't yeah. let me let me let me check. So yeah, Halloween's on a Wednesday and stuff like that. So I mean, I can see why kids coming out this time. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. I think it's gonna blow the box office away. Honestly, I think it's gonna do really I, well. I think one thing that's got me now that it's getting like pretty good reviews. One thing that's got me excited about that is the fact that Danny McBride was a co-writer on this movie. Right, right. Same here. It's like all the tools just seem to seem to be in the right bag. They got they got the actual person who played the shape in the seventies. To be Michael Myers again. They got Jamie Lee Curtis. They got a good people doing a script. It's under Blumhouse. And, you know, the thing about Jason Bloom is that he's a horror fan. And, of course, to helm horror films, you have to be. It's like if, you, if you're helming superhero films, you got to be a superhero fan. You know what I mean? You can't just be a, you can't just be in a guy in a suit throwing out movies thinking that you know everything. That's how you fail. But he... um. Jason Bloom is literally like one of the biggest horror geeks out there and like he wants he wants to like you know take creative over these properties that have been doing so not good you know like he wants he wants the rights um he wants the rights to the uh Friday the 13th uh franchise he wants the rights to the uh Nightmare on Elm, on Elm Street franchise and i saw today like we, we were going to talk about this on the cinemania nightmare show but i saw today that he wants the rights of um i know what you did last summer and scream and i'm he like wants to remake that? he wants he wants to i don't know if he wants to remake Either, them or, or do just, like, or do sequels i'm not sure like I, I'm, I it doesn't say what he wants to do whether he wants to remake remake them or do the sequels but listen if this movie is coming out and it does really well. I wouldn't mind him taking some of those projects and seeing what he does with them, you know, yeah, under the under the right team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would be really curious to see what he does with Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, same the here. That's I, I, like I'll, I'll admit, like I don't hate that Friday the Thirteenth remake. Like I don't think it's like awful because I think I think a lot of the kills in that are really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was garbage yeah i actually the weird yeah i didn't like the nightmare because you just honestly it's so hard to to recreate what robert ungland did for those movies you know his charisma can't be the thing about these halloweens and jasons that you just need a big guy obviously you need a big guy with some charisma who knows how to walk and you know his presence yeah. seems to be demanding, but they're un- you know the the most important thing is that they're all under mask. I know what you did last summer, scream. All those are under mask. 
Freddy is yeah. not under a mask. It's a person. You know what I mean? So it's like it's hard to kind of to kind of redo something that Robert Unglund did for years. You know. I I think the hardest point with all these horror remakes too and like reboots is it's like it's like they're trying to update them for modern audiences and yeah. they're adding unnecessary backstory to all these characters that don't need backstory. Yeah, like the Friday the 13th like it had promise and then they just add all this all they added all that extra backstory and if yeah, it was any like other Jesus film right if if it was any other film it would have been fine but it's just a nightmare on elm street it's supposed to be freddy causing havoc i don't want to care about freddy's backstory i just want to see him gut some teenagers you know what i mean all these movies i just want to see them gut some teenagers like the friday and then the friday the 13th that could have been really good but it's just the story behind it was so bad to me like the story of it was just the characters were all dumb none of i didn't like any of them but then the story was just really stupid um i did like it's also a soft court it's also a soft court yeah it's like a lot of it's just a lot of and i and that's that's see that would that that's what was like that was the stigma in 2009 when they were pumping out these remakes is because they were just like let's just show r-rated tits and this and that and all that stuff and all these movies are so much more than that you gotta have have more yeah. than that and that's why like i didn't like that michael bay was at the helm of all those films i hated that so much so it's like i'm glad right now we're in a time where horror is being taken more seriously the nun just blew away box office expectations and stuff like that yeah. halloween will probably do the same next year i mean next month so it's just like i'm kind of i'm glad i'm glad that we're not in that stigma of 2009 10 11 where it's just horror movies is tits and blood and you know you yeah. gotta have more than that you just got to and i think i honestly think the person that really took the the um the horror genre and made it serious again was james wan i think he was the person probably, after probably. the conjuring in 2013 like horror had a bad name it was just it was either it was either slashers with tits and blood or found footage that's all we was having you know, yeah, in it, you know, before he came on and brought us to Conjuring, so like oh no, he's a big, oh no. he's a big like part of this like horror re, re like reju, rejuvenization. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll go even before the Conjuring. I would, I haven't seen Insidious, but I heard I heard Insidious is pretty scary. For yeah, I think Insidious was like what year? This 2011 and, or 12? Yeah, I think it was 11. Let me. Oh, I can IMDb it real quick. Sure, sure. But yeah, like while you IMDb it, I'll talk more about it. But it's just like. Uh, uh, yeah, 2010. I. Yeah, so he like that was kind of making waves a little bit, but I think he really hit the nail on the coffin with the Conjuring franchise. Oh yeah, and stuff yeah, like that because. I, I think. Go ahead. Actually, wait. I was gonna say was, uh, without without the Conjuring, we wouldn't have movies like Sinister. But Sinister came out before the Conjuring. I think Sinister was 2012. I like Sinister. T- I yeah. like Sinister too, but it's just like. For the like, I'm um, like 2000. Maybe I'm leaning more towards like 2008. I won't say 2007 because Paranormal Activity came out in 07, and that was like really good. And the first one, and then everything else was shit. And then like you know, horror horror movies really had a bad name, so it was kind of depressing. Like for someone like me who's like who literally 
fathoms the month of October just for horror and literally will put a whole day to watch horror movies. Like, I, I fucking want to watch one right now. I watched a horror movie, like, during my overnight lap. I mean, during my uh, double last night when it's like I'm the only person in the building and I was watching a freaking paranormal movie. Um, yeah. But it's like I'm such a huge fan of horror that, you know, there was a time, I won't lie, that there was a time where, like, it was really depressing because it was just the same shit found footage or tits and i'm just uh, it's so much more than that like when we all grow up and realize there's so much more to horror than just that you know what i mean yeah so yeah so i'm glad to see that halloween is take is being taken seriously right now it was at a toronto film festival and you know i'm glad the response coming out of it is so well Alright, so let's get right into what um, some of the other movies that um, were showing showed at TIFF over the weekend. We had, like, uh, A Star is Born. A Star is Born. I'm already hearing that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga could be up for Best uh, best Actor and Best Actress. Well, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Bradley Cooper's up for, like, Best... Director, too. Or, yeah, Director, Best Adapted Screenplay. Right, that's incredible. Actor. Is, did he produce that too? He'd probably be, he'd probably be up for producer. Right? Yeah, that's incredible. Like I did not, I did not expect that movie to do so well as far as reactions because the trailers it honestly didn't do anything for me. Um, it yeah. just looked, it looked by the book, by the book coming of age. You know, turn a turn like a housewife into a into a star kind of movie. But if yeah. you know. There's, there was another trailer that I saw at the movie theater that they showed, and I liked that more because it, it showed the heart and the uh, emotion that was behind the film. So I'm excited to see that as well. I think that's coming out in a few weeks, actually. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to see that. That's already People are already saying that's can be nominated for Best Picture and Actor, Actresses, and then Director. Uh, we also had First Man is also getting high praise and also... Um, getting the uh, the nod that it can it should be considered for best picture and best actor in Ryan Gosling, and I'm hearing best supporting actor in um Claire Foy, which is wow. good, which is great too. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm ex- I'm excited for it. I really am. It's it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to First Man. I like those uh, I like those historical dramas like that. So yeah, the trailers look good, and I'm hearing that um I'm also. Like, I'm excited because, I, of course, you know by this time that Ryan Gosling is going to do what he does and he's going to put his all into a movie. Yeah. But, um... I used to I used to hate Ryan Gosling, but, like, within the last, like, five years, since since Drive came out, like, I'm like, this guy's actually, like, a legit, like, good actor. That's because he came on as, like, a heartthrob, you know, heartthrob kind yeah, of actor. Exactly. And exactly. he had his shirt yeah, off like, and all that like, stuff. He, he, like, with the notebook, I was like, oh, Yeah, no, like, he had his like, shirt off like, and this and that. I was like... Yeah, I'm like, oh no, this is like the next David Cassidy or something. Yeah, but he's great. You know, he was great in um, he was great in La La Land. He's great in um, Nice Guys. He's great in Blade Runner. You know, so he's 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 oh he's great in that movie, The Place Beyond the Pines. Really oh, good really movie. Good that. Yeah, it's a Even really got limited screen time. Yeah, that's a really underrated movie. But he was really good in that. So yeah, I'm a huge Ryan Gosling fan as well. So that's that movie's doing really well. We have, um, we said A Star is Born. The Predator, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Uh, there's a movie called Beautiful Boy that I didn't hear about until the what? weekend. But I don't even know what that is. It's basically, I just had the poster. It's basically Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell. And it's about addiction, like drug, really? addic- drug addiction. And people, people literally were saying on Twitter 
that Chalamet needs to be up for best actor. And it's like if he wins, if he if he gets nommed for that, then like or wins it, then he will be like the youngest. You know what I mean? And but people were just saying that he is amazing in that film, and everyone was say, was saying that it's kind of like leave no trace, where it's just it's just sad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like it's about addiction. I know a lot of people who struggle with who struggle with addiction. So I'm, and it has Steve Carell, and Steve Carell has proven beyond some, you know, for for some years now that he has some acting chops. You know, he's not just comedy, which I love. And Timothy Chalamet, literally after like after Lady Bird and Call Me by Your Name, I'm I'm a huge fan of him. So yeah, that's that's I'm really interested to see what that movie's all about. I'm not sure when it comes out, but yeah, that's that's. Yeah, it's called Beautiful Boy. Oh, it says October twelfth. Uh, October twelfth. Yeah, so that's a movie I'm definitely, I definitely want to check out. Like as soon as that comes out, uh, Widows, like you said earlier, Widows is also receiving a lot of praise. That's also being called like you know that could be a not that could be a not a potential potential nomination, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Jennifer McCart Jennifer McCarthy's movie, um, Won't You Ever Forgive Me, is also. Saying that this is one of her best performances ever, which is like really? I saw the trailer. I saw this trailer before um, when I went to go watch Eighth Grade. Um, mm-hmm. They showed the trailer to this, and I was like, "Ooh!" It's basically about some a woman who like plagiarized her her book and stuff. She plays, you know, she plays the woman who plagiarizes her book because she's struggling to find, you know, to get like, you know, get buys and stuff like that. So I would definitely recommend the trailer. So yeah, any any other movies? Oh, also I wanted to talk about uh, the Hate You Give is also receiving a lot of a lot of good praise and good reactions nice. from it. Uh, that stars Amanda Stanberg um, from Darkest Minds and other movies. But she, you know, she um, she's being called. She's like the standout of this movie, and she's and she's did, did really well. So what are your um? Do you have any thoughts on some of the movies that were released over the weekend at TIFF? No, I think we pretty much covered it. I think I basically said my thoughts with the few that we talked about, like First Man and A Star Is Born and Halloween. So yeah, I think I think I think I've covered all the all the all, all the, the basic stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, definitely would want to try to get into TIFF next year. Everything looks everything seems to be great and stuff. It seems to be like a really really fun event, especially for film buffs like you and I. So. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so that's exciting and stuff. So we'll get right into our next um, key topic of the day, and that is the Predator movie is receiving heavy backlash upon its release this weekend. There's like there's like multiple forms of backlash this movie is getting. First, it's getting bad reactions, and people are calling it yeah. horrendous, um, which yeah. I knew from the first trailer. It just looked terrible. Um, but people are just calling this not good. Some people are calling it okay. Some people are calling it, eh, it can be a little fun, but for the most part, I'm seeing negative reviews for this movie. Um, Which is sad since it's Shane Black. It's sad because it's Shane Black, but see, this is my thing with Shane Black, is I don't think he's good with these big blockbuster type of movies. No, I, he, he's better with the smaller yeah, stuff. Like the he's nice better with, yeah, he's better with, yeah, he's just better. Bang, bang, right, he's better weapon. like... He's better with a smaller thriller or like crime or whatever. Just like he needs to just stay out of the blockbuster because I don't. He didn't I think too bad with Iron Man three. Like I think he overthinks a lot of the movies that he does, like the blockbusters. 
you know yeah. um in iron man 3 was not great like it there was there's no, there's a but... there's a bunch of redeeming i know you like to vouch for everything mcu but there's a bunch of redeeming parts of that movie i'm not gonna lie the ending battle is cool but it's just i was missing I a lot I agree. he gets a little lost in the humor yeah like i was lost in the iron man i was lost like I wanted more of the Iron Man galore in that movie, and every time he put on a suit, it was it got destroyed, which pissed me off because it happened See, once, was, and then it happened was, again. That was the thing I liked about that. I hated that because like it happened. It, listen, once or twice, I'm like, okay, you know, everyone's vulnerable. This is life. I like seeing Tony Stark like this in this stage, but it happened every time he got into a suit, destroyed, 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 got slapped by somebody, destroyed. I was like, oh my God, okay. Like, and I remember watching that in the theaters, like just, damn it, get up, like, you know, do something. It reminded me of Skyscraper when he, when The Rock kept getting his eyes, it was his ass kicked. Like he just got his ass kicked the entire movie. I, I didn't hate Iron Man 3. That's an entirely different No, of course, of course, Skyscraper and Iron Man 3 is different. I'm talking about in the sense of they both get their, he, Tony Stark got his ass whooped the entire movie. He did, he did like one thing and I'm just like, oh my God. Hey, he saved the president. Whatever. Like, and then like, and then the the badass part, right? When his house is getting destroyed. And the thing about Iron Man 3 where I get so frustrated is because like, it could have been like, one of the most badass MCU movies to date. It could have been The Winter Soldier. It could have been, like, Black Panther. It, it could have been all of those because, like, you had... It was right after The Avengers. First movie right after The Avengers. Tony Stark is in this stage. Fine. He's calling He's calling fucking terrorist out. Badass. Then, like, Pepper Potts gets in the suit, which is, not, which, which is a nice little nod to the comics. And then... Then the part when he grabs, when he like, when she's in safety, then he's doing that fucking shit with his hands that when he gets the suit back, gets the suit back on, badass, hits one helicopter, just like, and then gets destroyed. I'm just like, oh my god, come on. You gotta give me more than that. It's just like, the kid was, the kid was annoying. Yeah, he was annoying. The the Mandarin thing. Don't even get me started because out of there's no coming back from that whole Mandarin oh, thing. That's because not that terrible, listen, he started off like he was like, um, what? There was a line that he said as the Mandarin, that Ben Kingsley. Um, no, it doesn't. Ben Ben, Ping, yes, ben Kingsley, does. Ben Kingsley was great, and then he's like, um. He, oh, he says a line, he's like, you may call me a terrorist, I consider myself a teacher, I love that, and then he's like, he's killing secretaries and shit, and then he confronts him, and then he's like, I'm just an actor, I'm Trevor, I fucking hated that, I hated that movie, I really did. This is, this is, this is the part of the Iron Man 3 criticism that I hate, because that's not that bad of a plot twist, because the Mandarin's not that big of a villain in the comics. So there's a lot of people who are not big villains of in the comic books that are made bigger that are made like seriously in the movies. He wasn't even that interesting in the movie anyway. I didn't think he was. He was better than like fucking 
fire people. This movie, the movie could, sucked. I was just, could, oh, I hated that movie. You could definitely tell guy, they were, that Guy Pierce from the opening scene was going to be the main villain. No. That was fine. I would have been fine with just him in a suit, bad guy, whatever, along with Ben Kingsley's, Ben Kingsley's Mandarin was like on track, in my opinion, from the trailer, from the first couple scenes in the movie, all he was doing was just sitting in a chair, and he was doing so much behind the scenes and stuff like that, which I liked. And then he, it was kind of a cop out to to come up with this generic Mandarin, and then like the throwaway line when Guy Pierce is like, "I'm the Mandarin. I'm always." The, I'm like, "Shut up!" Yeah. Like I hated you that know shit. Why, you know why that plot twist works though? Because it's hilarious. That's the problem with these movies. Is like. You know, like that's the humor I'm, that works, though. I'm fine with humor, but when the humor contradicts with the plot, and the humor is fine, it's just when the humor contradicts with the plot. Like Thor Ragnarok, love that movie. Asgard gets destroyed. What happens when Ag- Asgard gets destroyed? A joke. It's just it's it's throw away these pivotal moments, like. You know, and that's why, like, I enjoy Infinity War, because Infinity War made motherfuckers sad, and I'm happy about that, because they've been spending 19 movies making everyone happy, and laugh, and it's like that, and Infinity War, after he choked out, um, Loki, there could have been some silly-ass line, and under Shane Black, there probably would have been after he choked out, uh, Loki, but there wasn't, it was sad, everyone dusted, no joke, sad. Iron Man 3, the humor does not work for me. The story was horrible. The movie was trash, okay? It's not the worst oh, MCU it's... movie. I think the worst MCU movie is Iron Man 2. Um, yes, I agree. But, but it's just like, yeah, I just it just didn't work for me. It just didn't work for me. All right, so this is definitely going to be a bad take, but mm. I like Iron Man 3 the most out of the Iron Man movies. Not because I think it's the wow. best. It's not, it's, it's not the best. It's not the best. Iron Man One is art is undeniably better in story, acting, directing, visual effects, emotional resonance. But I think Iron Man Three, where it has more action, is just more entertaining and fun to watch. I disagree. Like hold hard, hold heartedly. I don't know what action you're talking about besides like free falling from the sky and the end battle. What else besides um, that? What uh, else? What else besides walking through snow and talking to a child about Dora the Explorer watches? What else? Uh, his mansion gets blown up. Okay. There's that whole, se- there's that whole sequence where he saves the president. There's that I, whole, yeah, I said that. Uh, wasn't even him. Yeah, wasn't even him. It was. Oh God. <laughs> that's the, but the Iron Man suit is still in that scene. That's trash. See, that's, and then what happens the, at the end uh, of that? Whoa, 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 wait, wait! I still got more to say. That's that's. The central theme of that movie is what I like a lot about that movie. Does the suit make the man, or does the man make the suit? And I like the fact that he can actually control the suits without having to be in them. I saw it as a cop out because I saw it as a way. Hey, how do we get make? How do we like shock the audience for a split second? The suit got destroyed. It was Tony Tony Stark, and honest, and and then honestly too, that makes me look at him as kind of a pussy. Take your ass up there and save those people. This dude's like, oh, no, I don't want to go up there. I'm sending the suit instead. No. Like, it was just like, well, come on now. It also ma- it also makes perfect sense since he's having post-traumatic stress disorder from going into the wormhole in the Avengers. Listen, that's... Yeah, I, I like that. I like that part. I, like, I, like, I liked him having dreams. I like that because he, honestly, from all the Avengers, he was the only one really... 
tortured by what happened. And yeah, the world was saved. But and that's why I'm excited for Avengers 4 to see how he is. Because he lost a lot in, Aveng in Avengers Infinity War. And he lost a lot in the first Avengers when he had to go up into a hole and almost, yeah, nuked, one, him, almost nuked himself. But yeah, in, this one could be his last hurrah. And it could be. Which is why I did like the postpartum. I'm not saying I didn't like anything from Iron Man 3. Because there is stuff I, I really like. Iron Man 2 was so bad, but like Iron Man yeah. 3, Iron Man 3 going into it, I was so excited because it's the first, it was the first movie after the Avengers, after they established that this is a huge franchise and it's working and it's a universe, you know, first movie out, fine, starts off fine, all that stuff, the house, the mansion part was really cool until he got his ass beat, um, and then, and then it's just like the story just fell flat, to me, at a whole. By the end of it, I was not like floored. I was not like, no, oh my I'm god, not, that I'm was not like. I'm not, I'm not watching that movie for story. I'm yeah. watching that movie for entertainment. Value. Then that's when it's. Then that's when you have to realize that it's not a good movie. If you got to watch it for entertainment and and like and and fun, then that means it's not that good of a movie. Oh, like, like I'll, I'll wholeheartedly agree that it's not that great of a movie. I just find it more entertaining than the other two Iron Man movies. I think the first one will still be entertain and more that entertaining. Was, that one's still the best. Yeah, they, I think I don't. I just think besides a couple of action scenes, like three, I don't think I don't. I just don't think Iron Man three is was that entertaining to me. I was bored. Like I don't know. I didn't. I just didn't like the story. I didn't like the. I didn't like the fire breathing people. That was dumb. Um, I didn't like. I thought that, um, that was. I thought that, that was fine until Killian breathed fire. Like, it, yeah, then Killian. He. I'm the man. I hate. And I like Guy Pierce. And I like that he was the. Vi I like the way. See the story was. That's what I mean. Like it started off so well to me, and then it was good, and then in the middle it just falls flat, and then he turns into the generic person. The Mandarin is a joke. And it was just, it just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for Pepper Potts becomes one of the, um, oh, God. It just didn't do it for me. Didn't do it. And then at the end, and, and, and then at the end, he's like, I'm done with this life. Destroys all the suits. Three more movies, he's in, he's in fucking, he's in fucking Zakovia. And I just, it just didn't, this movie sucked. Like, it just, I hated Iron Man 3. I hated it. Oof. Anyways, back back to our regularly scheduled show already. Sorry, everyone. This is what me and Alex and I, Alex and I does. Alex, love you as always. Love you as always, brother. But um. Love you too. No homo. <laughs> um. But yeah, we of course we have our have to have our daily debate. But back back to what the fuck were we talking about? The pet the predator, right? The predator. Yeah, Shane Black. Yeah. You see what you do. But um, yeah, predator is not receiving good praise. Well, see, see the the thing I heard that's. Shane Black does with this movie is like he doesn't really like necessarily use the MCU humor. I just heard that he uses humor yeah, I heard in a that way too. that's kind that's kind of like ignorant, you know? Just like well, kind of like the like trailer shows that degrading like hey fuck you humor or something. Yeah, like the trailer showed. Oh my god, the worst joke what was, what of was that, what was that line where it was like the, if you were a video game like yeah. The worst, the worst yeah, movie I, joke of 2018. The worst movie joke of 2018 comes from um comes from Key, Keegan Michael um whatever his name is. But he's like, uh yeah, hey if you're and I thought this was like I thought he was being sarcastic by the way he spoke. But no, they all started laughing and then he was on to the next scene. I said what? He was like, yeah, was hey, funny. if your mom's vagina was a video game, it would be rated E for everyone. And I thought he was gonna be like, nah, I'm just joking, guys. 
But I'm everyone was like, ha, 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 Next scene. See, I was like, oh, my God. That, that's what I heard is the problem. Like, it goes from all these, like, cheesy, like, one-liner. Trash. Funny lines of dialogue like that to, like, super, like, gory parts. Trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I heard bad things. I'm not, I'm not checking it. I'm not checking it out for one sole reason, and that is I'm because. Gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to check it out just because it's free. Yeah. Um. I won't be checking out this movie or supporting it because of one reason, and that is that Olivia Munn, um, basically a couple of things happened over the weekend and, you know, last week and stuff. Um, Olivia Munn decided, there was a scene in the movie with uh, William Strigel, who is actually um, a registered sex offender who, um, who, who pled guilty after trying to go after a 14-year-old female relative. And Olivia Munn found this out, and she there's a scene in the movie with with him and Olivia Munn that involves him coming on to her. And after finding this out, she did not want that scene in the movie. And basically, she's been chastised by the entire cast, not the cast, but like more so the studio and the uh, Shane Black kind of like could dig himself in the hole because he's it's it's his friend first of all. He put him in the movie. Why would you put someone like this in the movie, whether he's, like, not guilty? I mean, he pled guilty. Um, yeah. But it's just he put him in the movie. He put that scene in there knowing that what these type of awry would cause. And he didn't support Olivia Munn in the end. He kind of backed his friend. Um, so I, I I won't support Predator, the movie, because I, I can't support actions like that. Um, I'm sure everyone wants to look for a review from us, but Alex will be giving you guys a review. That is awesome. That is great. But I will not be supporting the movie because how she's been treated and how no one will stick up for her. And I know the entire the entire world should. So I'll be sticking up for Olivia Munn. You have my word on record. And I will not I be will seeing say, The Predator. I will say, even though I am seeing the movie, my review will not be posted to the Cinemania page. I respect that. I appreciate that. I told you that earlier. I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it would have yeah. been fine, honestly. Because, you know, as long as the review is not coming from me. You know, that's fine. Yeah. It, it's honestly fine to put it on the page, Twitter, whatever, you know, um, yeah. but, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it though. Yeah. I appreciate that. But it's just like, it's crazy. And I don't think Shane and the studio shouldn't even put this guy in a film because if all these people who can get kind of thrown away from Hollywood, like Kevin Spacey and all these others, yeah. um, then I don't see anything different from this guy being thrown away from Hollywood as well. If he pled guilty, yeah. To trying to to trying to kind of get with a fourteen a fourteen year old child, then I don't see I don't feel bad for this guy. I don't feel any kind of remorse for him. Um, I will not support the movie because you know going to see this movie is supporting him in a way because he will be getting a paycheck for the box office. And I'm just not seeing it. I'm just yeah. I'm it already has a sour taste in my mouth from the trailers and stuff before I heard this. And this was kind of just icing on the cake for me. Like okay, I don't have no reason to see it. You know. So yeah. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? Yeah. So just to add to that whole Olivia Munn situation too like yeah it's, it it sucks but I think also her frustration comes from the fact mm -hmm. that like months prior to this she came out and said she was sexually harassed by Brett Ratner right which, right I mean honestly it doesn't surprise me like Brett Ratner kind of looks like that asshole who would do that anyway. yeah 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 so I I think I in that was a time where like a lot of people were just starting to stand up for themselves but I don't like Brett Ratner obviously denied that, so I think I think her not getting recognized. What'd you say? Uh, like the well, or like not 
being backed by. Uh, I'm pretty. I wouldn't. I don't know if the cast backed her up or not. The entire anything. cast. Some of them did. Some of them did. I know. I know Sterling. Yeah. I know Sterling King yeah. K. Brown did, but not not everyone. Yeah. yeah. So like for like, I think she was just frustrated that some of the cast, like the filmmakers, the studios, didn't really support her, especially after that whole thing that she mentioned with Brett Ratner. Right, I agree. So we'll talk more about this this um coming this upcoming Thursday. I'm gonna be uh, joined with um the film B on Twitter, Bianca. Um, from Twitter, uh, you can check out her social media on the page. But I'll be joined by her. We're gonna be talking about some of this stuff in Hollywood going on with women. So that's gonna be a nice little conversation. But yeah, as far as Olivia Munn thing, it sucks for what she's going through, but. You know, she is out yeah. still supporting. She she is she's under contract to promote the movie, and that's what she's doing still. But she's still. I'm proud of her for not going. I'm happy for her that she's yeah, she not like, keeping to, it to silent. Finish. You know, yeah. she's not keeping it and silent, she, but she's also not like going overboard. Going yeah, yeah, overboard. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, it's not I, like I to agree. The extreme, you know, it's you know, not like in your face. Right. She was on Ellen today talking about it, and you know, she's just. She's giving her honest, honest thoughts about the situation, which I like, and I'm glad she, she's able. She's able because yeah. she's such a um, high praised uh, act. One of the, well, I wouldn't say high praised, but because of like she's a well known actress, she has a voice and she has a platform to say yeah. how she feels, yeah. and I ha- I'm happy. I'm happy about that. So yeah, I'm yeah. actually, I'm actually kind of upset with myself. That I just found out about this like two days ago. It's all right. It's all right. You live a busy life. We both do. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll move on from that tragic tragic situation right into the box office. Last key topic of the day, and then we're going to move into the fast track news. Uh, box office this weekend, of course, everyone knows um, the Nun opening weekend. $53 million. It's the uh, highest opening for any, uh, any of the Conjuring films. Um, this, it's like the second highest opening in September as a whole. First is obviously it with the 123 from last year, but um yeah, congrats to the nun. It did really well. The movie was like we both reviewed it. It was fine. It could have been so much better, but it really yeah. should have been. Yeah, um, it was fine. And then we had number two. I didn't think this movie was gonna do that well, but it did. Uh, Peppermint came in at um um number two. Made 13 million in its opening weekend. Crazy Rich Asians is, hand, is hanging in there with 13 million, just below Peppermint. You know, um, the weekend estimate had it had it above Peppermint, but now it, it the actual estimates it came just below it, like 300 dollars below, which is crazy. Um, then we had the Meg number four, six million over the weekend. Total box office right now domestically is 131 million, pretty good. It, 130 130 million was the budget. But internationally, they also did really well. And then we had number five, Searching, $4 million uh, for the weekend. And it's third weekend, which is great. Love the movie. Go see it if you haven't. What's interesting about the box office for me is that Warner Brothers has three out of the out of the top five in the box office right now, which is great for them. Um, they're doing really well right now as far which, as as far as this year in box office they've done really good which we, we which we all can't uh, deny what's their third one from this week because they got the nun they got crazy rich asians did they do they, searching they yes yeah. no, no 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 uh the the meg is theirs oh the meg. yeah okay. yeah so the nun crazy rich asians and the meg is theirs uh searching is screen gems and sony and peppermint is stx 
I heard. I'm surprised Peppermint finished that number two because I heard that movie absolutely fucking sucks. Yeah, I heard somebody was saying that you know Jennifer Gardner is really good, but the movie sucks. Um, yeah, I still want to like, see it, but yeah. That's the uh, like when people have said that it's bad. That like all the reviews that I've watched and read have said that like the only like positive thing is her. And right, the rest right. Of the movie's just absolute trash. That's exactly what I've heard too. So I still kind of want to check it out, but not anytime soon, I guess. But yeah, um, any thoughts on the box office, bro? Mm, no, I think that's it. I just kind of said my little piece. So. Yeah. I'm really happy about The Nun. I mean, The Nun wasn't great, but I, I mean, that, that, that was really good for horror films and stuff, yeah. which is good. 50, $53 million. James Wan and Warner Brothers have done an amazing job with this franchise as far as bringing in the bucks and stuff like that. Um, right now, they're three for five for me. Um, you know, there's, you know, Annabelle. I actually rewatched that last night. That was the movie that I watched. Um, that was the movie that I watched during my double because it was on, and I just watched it, and it was it's still as bad as I remember, and uh, The Nun didn't really do it for me as well, so they're three for five, but they're doing really well still, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll get in, everyone, to the fast track news of the day. Only a couple, but there's some good stuff to talk about. Jordan Peele is in talks to helm the Candyman remake, which is another classic horror film. The Conjuring 3 as uh, should begin production in 2019 and it's set for a 2020 release everyone's returning you know the warrens and james wan hopefully and uh denzel washington may lead a scarface remake also i also just saw from collider that avengers 4 they still don't know what how they're ending the movie which is interesting wow that's interesting <laughs> that's very interesting I'm, I'm 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 like does that mean they don't know who I to would... kill off or how to end it or I would, I would... I would assume they either they're either still trying to figure out like what they're gonna do with Phase Four, which I hope it's Galactus, uh, or um, or they're trying to figure out like for those that have like uh, expiring contracts like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, or whether or not they should kill them off or if they should just retire them. I think that that's probably what they're trying to figure out. Yeah, cause cause honestly, you're right. They have two choices. They can retire them. Let them let them go on their way, like kind of how what the Fast and Furious universe did with yeah. Paul Walker. They didn't kill him off; they just retired him, kind of yeah. in a way. I, I um, think I think that's the best way to go with Tony Stark. Um, I agree. Yeah, I feel like Avengers Four is gonna come down to both of them making the ultimate sacrifice, but not both of them dying. I think honestly, I think if anyone has to die to leave a mark on the MCU, it's probably Tony Stark. But it'll probably end yeah. up being Captain America. But yeah. yeah, I definitely. And then we're gonna, then we're, gonna then we're gonna have all those people that are gonna say it's gonna be Hawkeye. Yeah, then. Uh, <laughs> and then he's not gonna die. <laughs> right. So that's interesting. That's that's actually interesting. Was there anything else from the um, fast track news? Um, Conjuring Three. Uh, make that movie already. I yeah, see about that. time. I want to see it. It's been long overdue. I know. Long overdue for me. Long. I I'm I'm curious to see if James Wan is doing it because I know his next project. Is you know he's doing stuff with Aquaman, he's doing a lot of stuff with the DC Comics, and then he's doing a lot of stuff, and then his next horror film is La Llorona, and stuff. Um, so I'm interested to see, like as far as production, I think that just that just means that getting the cast together, getting the script, getting the story. Um, but I think yeah. by 2020 time he'll be up, he'll be ready to uh, direct, 
and stuff, yeah, which is so really too. good. Yeah, which is really I good. Hope, I just hope Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga aren't, like, super old. Yeah, so. I don't think they will be. I think they will be, like, you know, they're, they're fine. They're not, they're not, like, old people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're fine. They're not, like, they're not, like, like no, like, they're, they're good. They still look great <laughs> and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited, I guess. And Denzel Washington and the Scarface stuff is kind of interesting, too, I guess. Yeah, that's um, interesting, but I thought, that, I thought that they were already doing a Scarface remake. Yeah, I don't, you don't know with, anymore. Uh, I don't know anymore with, with Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I thought Leo was going to be in it. Oh wow! No, I think you get them to confess with the um the Marilyn Manson stuff. No, no, no! I thought uh, I thought they were supposed to be doing a uh, Scarface remake with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I don't I know. know. I guess we'll doing see. A remake, but... Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But um, yeah. Why remake Scarface? <laughs> um, you remake everything. Right. Yes, that's true. I guess. At least uh, Robert Zemeckis said Back to the Future is never being remade or rebooted. So thank God. Yeah, thank God for that. We leave that in the past where it belongs. It's great. Yeah. Um, television news rundown: Iron Fist season two reactions are okay. P- people are saying that it's better than the uh, better than the uh, first season, which is great because the first season is so boring. <laughs> my lord. Uh, Daredevil <laughs> season. Yeah. Oof. Like I even try to go back and. I didn't finish the first season. I'm on, like, episode six because this is so, like, dreadful and boring. And, like, yeah. before I start season two, I wanted to finish that one. But, like, I turned it on one day while I was folding clothes and, like, my clothes was getting bored and I was getting bored. And I was like, okay, new, new something. But, like, Daredevil season three teaser, um, the show may come this uh, by the end of this year or, or early next year, which is great. Daredevil is still the prime, the prime, uh, Prime uh, television show over at that MC at that at that Marvel Netflix show. Um, American Horror Story season premiere is tomorrow. Actually, got that right. Thought it was tonight, but it's tomorrow. So much hype around that and stuff. And then this is something I wanted to get right into. All right, therapy is in session, people. Therapy is in session, people. Guys, we've been informed that the People's Choice Awards nominations are out. And I'll start this off by saying, on November 11th, people, please burn your televisions because this is one of the worst award shows I can ever imagine with these nominations. Holy vagina. I thought we were done. I thought we were done with the times when, like, like, Twilight Twilight. was nominated for Best Movie at the MTV Movie. Even they're, like, getting more serious with their noms. Like, this dude, is just horrendous. Dude, it's, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards is better than the People's Choice Awards. Dude, this, like, broke my heart this morning when I saw it because we're... I thought we were done with this, but apparently we're not. E... E... E Network. One, first of all, I'll go on record by saying E, Net, e Network is one of the worst network television networks out there. I think it's horrible. All they do is smash the Kardashians down your fucking throat. And if no one's watching, keeping up with the Kardashians, God damn it, we're gonna give you a spinoff and another spinoff and another spinoff and 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 Kylie's baby spinoff. Shopping with Chloe. Shopping with this and and I I remember my cousin was watching E News and it's not even ass, news. Ass implants with Courtney. It's 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 not even a news television. It's just. What's going on with the Kardashians? There's literally a section in that show called Dude, What's s- Up with the Kardashians, like what they're doing, the Kardashian update. And then they were, this was a couple years ago, they were like, Kylie Jenner, 
No, they were like, Kylie Jenner just got a rabbit. I was like, I don't give a fuck. What is this? I hate that channel. I hate that channel. I, the only thing I watch on that channel is Total Divas because it's wrestling related, and I and I like and I and I like some of those some of those girls from wrestling and Dude, stuff. I I am like so confused as to how the Kardashians have a show. Like they, they and they've had like it for come, years. It's not going up, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Come up with like a cool show, like something really cool. Like like cool like. Like something cool, like our merchandise store, which you can find on T Public. Yeah, it's just. Shirts, oh my hoodies. god. <laughs> um, <laughs> you knew I was gonna segue. <laughs> but um, that's the first rant. Is that E Network is terrible. Um, but it's just these nominees for this award show, and it's called People's Choice. I get it. It's like kids. And people who who think who come out of like Batman versus Superman like that was a really good movie and all that stuff yeah. you know it's I'm people. Stop, I'm gonna, sorry, I'm gonna stop you for a second. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm just gonna stop you right there because if it's the People's Choice Awards, these people are not very smart. When Fifty Shades fucking Freed, oh man, if you could see my face right now, the veins are popping out like they're pimples. <laughs> uh, Dude. Like, uh, it's so... And we're recording remotely. Like, I don't know what Alex's looks like right now, but I would pay to I see what he looks just like. I spoke through my teeth with the most like, angry look on my face. Dude, this is... It's called the People's Choice Awards, and I'm like, okay, you know, this is for people and kids and some mindless adults. That, you know, the pop... And this is why I don't want the Oscars to do this popular category. Because, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just going to start off right now. And I'm going to tell you guys the nominations for Best Movie of 2018. Are you people ready? Because I am. Okay, so we start off good. Okay. Black Panther. Okay, cool. Huh, Avengers yeah, Infinity nice. War. Nice. Yeah. Infinity nice. War. Nice. Incredibles. Nice. Incredibles, Incredibles 2. 2. Nice. Nice. Hey, good. Nice little BJ to the haters out there. Right. Deadpool 2. Okay. 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 Yeah. Solo a Star Wars story. Okay. Now we're getting right. into some I'll shit. But now here... I, I, I like Solo. But hold on. We're getting into some, into some shit, people. The next category... I mean, the next nomination for Best Movie of 2018. Fifty Shades Freed. You gotta be kidding me. You you gotta be kidding me. Pardon the responses from Alex. He's shitting all over this. But um, cut my legs off and call <laughs> me shorty and stick me in a grave. Right. If that wins. Ready Player One. Okay. All right. I see okay. what you're doing. Right. A I'll Quiet Place. Okay. All right. All right. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> they made me do it. What? Dude, what if like what if what if that wins and then whoever and then whoever accepts the award. Like, what if it's the little girl that's the clone? And oh. when she accepts the award, she's like, they made me do it. I'm like them. Oh, my God. I can't do this. <laughs> um, All right, we're not even finished. We're not even done with the shits, people. A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, what? my God. What? <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh, my. We're not, I, bro, bro, listen. I told you I had to talk about this. Okay, this is our, we're venting, we're venting, okay, we're venting. Next one, this is the last two, Ocean's 8, okay, all right, 
okay, whatever. Okay. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment, but okay. okay. And then Mission Impossible Fallout. All right. Oh, yes. All right. Yes. Now, okay. I would have taken you seriously if you did not put some of the shit you put in this. A wrinkle, t- a wrinkle these in time. Bro, they're probably they, they they're probably just gonna choose the most popular movie. It'll probably be be Black Panther or Avengers. Probably. But or, you guys put you, you you lost credibility How? with me when you put a wrinkle in time. I'm not even that mad about Fifty Shades. I'm looking at this a wrinkle in time. Like wow, like that movie sucked. Like I, I, honestly though, I would rather watch that over Fifty Shades. Right. That's I'm just like. This is just baffling. Okay, before we get, because we are trying to get off the show a little bit early, um, we gotta sleep. But I'm just gonna run down a lot of the, not every category, because it's like a boat, it's like a thousand categories for no reason. But comedy movie of 2018, we got Love Simon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a good movie. Tag. A good tag. Okay. That was actually funny. Game night. I enjoyed. Blockers. I heavily enjoyed. I, I feel pretty. Oh my god. What? Oh, what? oh! I'm not finished. Hold on, hold. On. I'm not finished. Okay. <laughs> Book club, whatever. Life of the party. Good lord. What? Uncle Drew, whatever. Overboard. Just what are we doing? The what? spy who dumped me. Mamma Mia Two. Here we go again. And then Crazy Rich Asians. Now, if Crazy Rich Asians or Blockers or Game Night or Tag or even Love Simon does not win. I'm going to fall off this balcony near my house, and that's about Love it. Simon better way, because that's the best of the bunch. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Watch. Action movie of 2018. This is some. This is. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. Oof. Don't wait. tell me skyscraper. No, no, it's not. I actually looked to see if it was on, but it's not. Thank God. But we got Black Panther, Infinity War, okay. Dead, Deadpool okay. 2, Solo. Okay. Ready Player okay. One, Ant-Man and the okay. Wasp, Equalizer okay. 2, okay. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fuck that! Ra- get, 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 get this one. Rampage. What? <laughs> what? I can't even... I can't what? do this. I can't do... Uh, Ocean's is this a 8... Joke? Ocean's 8 is not even an action movie. Whatever. Um, The Meg. Is this a joke? The Meg and then Mission Impossible Fallout. Are they doing this just to fuck with us? Woo! Let me get into this drama movie of 2018 real quick. Woo! <laughs> oh my lord. Let me get into I this. Can see you, I, can, I can see you sweating bullets through my TV <laughs> and I can't even see you. Let me, let me get into this shit. Drama movies of 2018. Fifty Shades Freed. What? Twelve Strong. Annihilation. Uh, uh, you, you're, gonna, okay. you're gonna love these next four. Red Sparrow. <laughs> oh god, fuck that movie. Breaking breaking in the fifteen oh, seventeen to Paris. Oh god Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Adrift oh. Adrift Adrift Midnight oh. Sun Midnight oh. Sun You gotta be oh, that's the killer for me. What are you doing? Oh. The first purge is not even a drama movie. Oh, oh my god. The first purge is in this category, bro. Black Klansman and then a quiet place. This is just in I gotta watch this show. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. Dude, this is like the Razzies, but like 
step up. These are like the Razzies, but they're like serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is incredible. Like I'm. This I'm, is amazing. I'm actually flat. I, I actually want to watch this when show. When is this show? When is it? Uh, November 11th. I'm. Not, I'm probably gonna watch this train wreck. I have wow. to. Wow. Oh I have to. God, dude, this, dude, Midnight Sun being nominated for Best Drama just gave me incentive to watch the show. This isn't. Oh, I don't. I can't get this into all of hilarious. these. I, I'm gonna say like. I'm gonna say like three more categories. Okay, you're gonna love this one. Family movie of 2018. You got a couple. You got, you got a couple favorites in here. Incredibles okay. two. Okay. 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 All right. A, a Wrinkle in Time. Oh no. Oh, let me just let me finish the whole list. Paddington two. Peter Rabbit. Okay. All right. Hotel Transylvania yeah. three. Sherlock Gnomes. Okay. I. What? I can only imagine. Show Dogs. Early Man. Teen Titans go to the movies. Christopher Robin and Axel. Oh, yeah. Axel. <laughs> yes. It got nominated for something. Yes. 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 That shit pile is getting recognized. This yes. is. This is incredible. Like I don't. Oh my. It's yes. like. You, you you like you know when like someone's rich and they're fake and they're like they're rich and they got on like they got like the cocktail next to them and they're like just put on Axel on there. <laughs> Dude, what, it's like what 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 big burlap idiots wearing suits decided on these choices? I don't know. Like I'm trying to get into. I'm Axel? trying to see. All right, I'll do like um. What is that? Action movie star. Dude, that was the best one so far. All right, I'm gonna get into like one. More. I'm gonna get into like one more. We'll do the we'll do the male and female movie star of 2018. All right. Oh, please don't tell me Bella Thorne's in here. Wait, let me. No, no, no. I want to be surprised too because this is this is amazing. Um, you know this this male movie star list is actually not that bad. Uh, Paul Rudd, um, for Ant Man and the Wasp. Chris Hemsworth, okay, Avengers. Right. Robert Downey Jr., okay, Avengers. Right. Ryan Reynolds, okay, Deadpool. Right. Uh, okay, Chadwick, right. Chadwick Boson, Black Panther. You're gonna love this next one. Dwayne Johnson, Skyscraper. Oh God, fuck that. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Black Panther. Chris Pratt, okay, Jurassic okay. World. Uh, John Boyega, Pacific Rib. Not Star Wars though. Whatever. Um, Tom. Oh, right. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. Pierce Brosnan. Okay, right. uh, Mia, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Mama Mia. Oh. Nick Robinson for Love Simon, and then we have female. Oh. Movie okay, star of 2018, right. um, Avenger, um, wow, Avenger, Ant Man and the Wasp, Evangeline Lilly, Scarlett Johansson, okay, Avengers, right. Oprah okay, Winfrey in A Wrinkle of Time. This is incredible. <laughs> um, Sandra Bullock, Ocean Day. I can vouch for that. Reach Witherspoon, okay, A Wrinkle right. in Time. Leslie Mann Blockers. I can vouch for that. Anne Hathaway, Ocean's Eight, whatever. Lily okay. James, Mamma Mia. Melissa okay. McCarthy, Life of the Party. Bryce Dallas Howard, Jurassic what? World. What? Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place. That should win. Jennifer Lawrence and Red Sparrow. I can't go on with these nominations, everyone. I just, I'm all set. This is the I worst. I, I gotta I watch I've it. I think I've literally shit my pants like five times. Yeah, I can't keep... Guys, it's like I'm I'm scrolling and I'm, not, I'm still at the tip of the page. That's how many categories there is for no reason. Um, they probably just published the article. Right. They probably don't even know how long it is. Yeah, it's trash. So, guys, I 
just I don't know what to say. It's just these nominations are just terrible. I had to talk about this on the show. I just this is incredible. Alright, we're gonna get we, we spent a lot of time on that shit fest. So we'll get right into the gaming world updates. Everything going on in the gaming universe. Spider Man PS4 is on track for the biggest sales of twenty eighteen. Um Shadow of the Tomb Raider releases tomorrow. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 beta first reactions are calling it okay, as always. And f- our fave movie, our fave video games of the year so far. For me, before I get your uh, options, I'm going to go with um, Detroit Become Human. Spider-Man PS4, of course, has been amazing. And um, that's I haven't played God of War yet, which is, I know it's sad. But yeah, for me, those are the those are like the main two that I'm like really... I really, really had fun playing this year. Detroit Become Human and Spider-Man PS4. Now, we're going into the fall, which means more releases. And I'm excited for Red Dead Redemption. I'm excited for Tomb Raider yeah. and stuff. Yeah. What are some of your favorite games of this year? Uh, right now, I think my favorite game of the year, I don't think it's the best game, but it's definitely the most fun to play, and that is Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just, like, dude, I, I've never had this much fun I've playing never, a video like, game yeah, in a long like, time. Like, I feel like I am Spider-Man. Dude, I, I, I play this game, I literally feel like a 13-year-old kid, you know, yeah. at, like, Just I feel, you're right, I feel like Spider-Man, I love all the suits, I've been playing a lot, I've been playing in the Scarlet Spider and the Homecoming suit a lot, because playing in the Homecoming suit reminds me that I'm doing a big... I did, I did the Homecoming suit for a few missions, and I switched yeah. back to the the uh the custom one that uh, Insomniac made with the white spider logo. Yeah, I like yeah. That. I like I like that one a lot. I like the look of it. I, I I like it too. I just saw so much of it, you know, for the press and stuff like it, that. Yeah. So I was itching yeah. to do I, a new suit. I think, but I think for me, I think for me, what strayed me away from the homecoming suit, even though I wore it for a couple missions, is that I've just seen the homecoming suit. For a, a while now, too. Right, uh, and and the uh, Infinity War suit is cool too. But I love the simple simplicity of the Scarlet Spider suit—the hoodie and the red yeah. and the web shooters on his gauntlets, and then like you know Dude. on his on his on his waist. Yeah. I love that. The one, um, the one the one I hate is like the cyberpunk one where he looks like he kind of looks like a Black Power Ranger with like a motorcycle helmet, and then he's got like the yellow symbol. Dude, I actually. Listen, I actually didn't like that too, and then I played with it, and I'm like, it kind of looks like he, like, I played it, you know, there, there's a part, I won't do any spoilers, but there's a part in the game where, like, it gets really, like, rainy, and yeah, I, was in, cool, I, I was in that suit during that, during that, like, moment of the game, and I really enjoyed the look of it, and then when it got yeah. sunny, and when it got, like, sunny again, I just kind of changed to another uniform, but, yeah. um, it kind of, it, it just reminds me of, like, a darker... You know, uh, Spider Man. I don't like the yeah. Spider Punk suit um, that much. I oh, is that the one where he's got like the spike hair? Yeah, the the negative, the yeah, negative suit weird. is kind of yeah. dumb to me. The, you know, the white one that's like negative. That I was love, kind see, of. That, but that's what I love about this game. They put all these suits in. They give you, they give you like I'm like I said, I'm a guy who does like the main missions first, and then like all the side stuff. But like. I might even, like, before the game ends, like, I might go around and collect some backpacks and fight some crime just so I can get some more tokens to unlock some more suits. Because, right, like, I've done all of that. Like, do in this game. Like, I've, I see, the, the the thing about me is that when I get a new game, I all, I, I all, because I like a game with longevity, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I always don't, like, really long. Everyone keeps getting on me for not finished beating it already, but I'm like, listen, unless I unless I have it on Redbox, I'm not beating it right away. If I bought it 
with my money. I want longevity. So I've been doing the missions. I've been doing side missions. I've been doing the hideouts. I've been doing the uh, backpacks. Yeah. I've been. I I yeah. love getting the random crimes around the city that you can do. Yeah, me um, too. All the Easter all the Easter eggs are really good. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying. It's like our. Right, this is like our little like Spider Man, uh, Spider Man PS4 review in a way. But like, yeah, I so really far, enjoyed it. Yeah, so what we played so far. That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. But like, yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed this game, and I like. Yeah. I came home from this work is... just excited to play for it. I played for it. I I played it before we started the show. It's just so fun. You can't put it down. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's the a most good... fun I've had playing a superhero game. And... Probably since the Arkham series. Yeah, which. and the Arkham series, I was the same way. When Arkham Knight came out, I was all over it um, and yeah. stuff like that. But this game, I don't know, something about this game is just, it just makes me, because the I Arkham think Knight. Because, I think the, it's because we finally <clears throat> have a great Spider-Man game. Right, right, and it's been so long, and it's like the Arkham Knight, like, I love the game, and I love the gameplay, I love it all of it, but it's just, it's a sad story, what's going on, and this game, it it, 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 it can get kind of sad, but it's just the heart <clears throat> and the soul of this game is like, you feel like Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is one of my favorite, yeah. it's Batman and Spider-Man for me, and yeah. it's like, yeah. Spider-Man is just like, all the suits I love, I wish they had the uh, the other movie suits, um, just to see yeah. how they would look in this kind of like, graphics. Yeah, or if they had, um, if they, I would have loved if they had, um, the Andrew Garfield second suit that he had, because I yeah, actually enjoy that. Sucks. The first um, one looks like a basketball. Yeah, did you notice how, um, did you notice how a lot of the web swinging was, a lot of the web, web swinging was from the second Amazing Spider-Man movie? I didn't really notice that until I saw a back-to-back, yeah, uh, the, video. Yeah, the game, you mean? Yeah, the game, the, the a lot of the web swinging is, expi- yeah, is inspired from that movie. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, as I say, I think they tried to use, like, a similar engine. Right, and, and, like, say what you want about The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I don't think it's a great movie at all, but the web-swinging scenes are really good in that movie, like, there's a, there's a video clip on, um, YouTube that shows the opening, you know, web-swinging, and I love it, the Mm -hmm. rip, the ripples in the suit and everything, and the, the stuff that he's doing, the environment he's using, while he's yeah. in it, I really enjoyed the web swimming in that movie. Um, so yeah, that they took a. You can tell it. There's even like there's literally one. There's the, like when he when you're swinging and then he launches off the rope. He does this. Oh, he does this like spin. So he does this spin and like kind of like dive move. That's literally yeah. from the second movie of Amazing Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Literally in the first, you can literally put, somebody put a video back to back, and I'm like, oh, that's amazing. But yeah, overall, the game so far is just so much fun. I didn't yeah. beat, I didn't beat huh. it yet. I'm not in a rush to yeah, beat I it. Either. You know, I'm not in a rush to beat it because I just love being Spider-Man. And I love longevity, longevity in video games as a whole. So yeah, I ha- I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, if if you're following my channel, I am live streaming like uh, my walkthrough of that. But uh, yeah. so like my my quick thoughts like. Uh, I think it's. I think the way it transitions from you playing as Spider-Man to Peter Parker, you playing as as Spider-Man to Mary Jane, like the Mary Jane stuff, like the MJ stuff. I thought it was gonna be really boring. It's actually like not that bad. Like, like when an Ameri- like when an MJ mission comes up, I'm like, ah, oh, an MJ mission. But then I'm like, you know what? She actually hasn't had that bad of missions in this game. Yeah, and uh, and she's like not cringe of a character too. She's great, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, like the characterization's really great. Like mm. the open world is amazing. Yeah, like just this the, the seam, the seamless mechanics, the fluidity. You know. Or like uh, when you when you like land on a building, all the birds fly away. It's just like yeah. the little. I love little and like another game that had little nuances like that was uh, Uncharted and stuff yeah. like that. Uncharted Four, and it's just what Sony is able to do with their gaming engine and stuff like that with all the little nuances and you're running in the street yeah. and pe- people are acknowledging you. Pe- people are taking pictures. Um, there's like a, a lot of the times when I'm swinging around, I stop on the street and start running and watch people like how people's you, people's reactions. Then I jump off the ground and start swinging again. I just love it. How do you how do you do photo mode? You press start and go down to photo mode. Okay. And then right. you they they have you can do self you can do like a selfie or like what he's doing in that moment. So literally anything that you're doing you can stop in photo mode. If you're fighting yeah. you can photo mode. Hey. If you're like swinging okay. you can photo mode. If you if you're just hunt I like the like the hunching so- shots when he's crouching okay. and there's like a nice view in the background. Like I okay. actually have a nice picture that I put on my um Twitter of him in front of the Avengers Tower. And stuff like okay. that. Um, that I put with uh, the see, home. I still haven't found the Avengers Tower. I found really, the you State gotta Police. unlock the map. The map is really. You just gotta like one of the main things I spe- I did the for after like the first couple of missions where like I went to like all the all the towers. All the towers, yeah, because like I found that really helpful when you're when you want to okay. keep playing the missions and stuff. When you know when you know right. what area you're at and what you're and then like they have like. They have when you unlock the towers, they give you more to do because you know you have crimes and you have the hideouts. They show you where the backpacks are at and then the, the stuff. So I went around and unlocked all the uh, did all the towers. It, it it won't take you long too, if you yeah. mix it in with a couple. Like there was like um, Sunday, I believe I I did like an hour of just side missions and doing the crime and then going around and doing the towers. If you yeah. like, it'll it it'll take like take you like a what I like got twenty minutes to just do all the towers and stuff real quick, and then mm. you'll be able to fast travel, you know, from the you know. See, but see, I wouldn't want to fast travel in this game because you can just swing everywhere, and it doesn't yeah. take forever to swing anywhere. Well, I like the fast travel because they have like a little cutscene of him like on a train yeah, or something. That, I think it's really that, cool. That, that's fu- that's funny, yeah. Yeah. But like, but like, I just don't see that. Like, I'm not criticizing the game for putting fast travel in there. It's just like. Why would I fast travel though when I could just swing across the city and it doesn't right. take that long? It's a big the only thing about fast traveling if that if I have something that I want to do, it's helpful. It's there and knowing that it's there, it's helpful. I agree, exploration is yeah. fun and stuff, but knowing that it's there is helpful and stuff like that. Um and yeah, I, I yeah, I just enjoy the game a lot. So uh we also got Shadow of the Tomb Raider out tomorrow. I know you're gonna get it and stuff like that. I know you're excited. Yeah, um I'll mention uh, I'll mention some critic scores right now. Mm-hmm. So let me just pull it up real quick. All right. So the, I'm talking specifically that this reboot trilogy. Yep. Um. So Tomb Raider, the 2013 one. Uh, let's see. Let me get there first. The 2000. Where is it? All right. So. Metacritic, the average score for this was the first release. PS3, 87 out of 100. Xbox 360, 86 out of 100. And then the re release, which was the definitive edition of uh, Tomb Raider 2013, uh, 86 out of 100 for both PS, uh, one, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Rise of the Tomb Raider got slightly higher scores. 
Um, let's see. 86 on PC, 86 out of 100 for Xbox One, 88 out of 100 for PS4. Rounded. That's all rounded up from Metacritic. Now, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This might worry you. 78 out of 100 for PS4. I think it's because it's not fully out 82, yet. Yeah, 82 out of 100 on Xbox One. Yeah, I think it's because of that. It's not. It's not out until tomorrow. So it's like first reviews, but um, I I heard some good things about it, and I I just yeah. the only thing about it is like I am a huge fan of the Tomb Raider franchise, but I can't yeah. help but know you know I can't help but say that this game is so overshadowed by the Spider Man release, it and is. um, it is. it's so over like there's no buzz, there's no there's barely marketing, few commercials Once. I see. You know, once, but once Spider Man came out last Friday, they started boosting up the marketing. They it. started, they tried, but still, everyone is on this game all weekend and stuff. And then you got like Wednesday to come out with this new game, and people are still the feeds all over PlayStation is Spider Man right now, and it's sad yep. because I this game would have done better at a later at either an earlier release date or a later release date. I think I when think when the studio saw. I feel like when the studio saw how much Spider-Man was getting so hyped, I think they they should have moved this release date. And now I feel like it's gonna it's gonna hurt the franchise because it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna open good at all to me. I just don't think it. And it's sad. I'm a huge fan, but it's like this game is so overshadowed by Spider-Man. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they announce the release date of Tomb Raider before Spider-Man's release date was announced? Honestly, I think I don't know, but I think still change that shit. Yeah. You know, you got to do what's best for business. And you competing in a way with Spider Man, Tomb Raider is not winning. I'm sorry, it's not winning. Even if it's on one the, platform, yeah. it's yeah. not winning. The, you know what I mean? The, uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of people too would like these early reviews. Some a lot of them have said it's a very good game, but at the same time, they're slightly disappointed with it. Right, and honestly, all the gameplay have done nothing for me besides the fact that she can put on mud. That's about the only thing that's really like, oh wow, that's cool. And there's like, there's yeah. this one stealth takedown that I saw, which is, looks cool when she's like saw, in a in a tree. That's fine, but yeah. like none of the gameplay has the, done anything for added, me too. They, they added swimming. I know that they added uh, merchants. Like you can buy guns from like merchants now. Yeah, I uh, saw that too. In the hub world. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of reviews saying that this should have been the second game, and then Rise of the Tomb Raider should have been the third game. Yeah, because Rise of the Rise of the Tomb Raider felt like an end, but um. Because yeah, because people said that like this one, like where like so the first one was like Yamatai Island. It's this like isolated like kind of place. The second one was Katesh. It's this isolated like icy fortress and then this one you're in the jungle so there's a lot more going on and they said that the scenery just like the the locales and the scenery just aren't as breathtaking as they were in the first two and it's because it's set in the jungle and like uh the mayan city or something like that yeah so yeah and then i heard i heard the ending for this sucks yeah, I don't know. So I'm really not in a... Honestly, I love Tomb Raider and other franchises. I'm just not in a rush to go out and get this. I'm still going to enjoy Spider-Man. Uh, maybe down the road, yeah. maybe Black Friday, I'll, I'll catch it and get it. Um, but I don't think... I have it, yeah. I have it pre-ordered, so... I'll yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to, like... I finished Spider-Man 
playing today or tomorrow, and then play that. Yeah. Um. All right. So wow, I didn't even pull this up. But opening this weekend, I think we got White Boy Rick, um, a simple favor, and the Predator. So good yeah. luck to the theaters this weekend. A simple favor. A simple favor, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. How many reviews? I'm still not sold. How many reviews? And it's 16, I think. It's like 14 fresh, 2, two rotten. All right, I got it. I gotta, I'll check it out then because the trailers have... It literally looks like girl, the girl on the train to me, um, which was trash. But, um, yeah, Alex, movie, movie pull list. What you got this week? All right. We finally made it on Blu-ray and DVD this week and 4K. Um, we have the Christine 4K, 35th Anniversary Edition, uh, Ocean's 8, Blu-ray and 4K, uh, Big Bang Theory, the complete 11th season, uh, The Robin Hood with Russell Crowe makes its way to 4K, uh, kind of a boring movie if you ask me, um, Barbershop, um, Batman Assault on Arkham, The Killing Joke, both on, uh, 4K, the remake of Superfly, Blu-ray this week. Uh, True Romance Director's Cut. That's a re-release. Um, Gone Girl re-release. A uh, bunch of anime. And that uh, looks like it's it. Definitely yep, gotta check it. out. That's it. Of, that's it of note. Definitely gotta check out um, Ocean's oh, 8. Hal- uh, original Halloween 2 is re-released this week, but in a steelbook. Oh, I already have the collection. I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna start that collection soon. Actually, it's getting yeah, close F-Y-E, to the time. Fye exclusive. Yeah, it's getting close to the time. But um, all right, guys. Closing segments. We are end with the. Sh- we are done with the show. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Really packed show. Longer than we both expected to go. But we hope you had fun. But we hope you had fun especially, listening. Especially during the People's Choice. Right, we, we, we totally had fun saying our opinions on all this movie and television and gaming stuff, which has been fun. Episode 16, I can't thank you guys enough for getting us this far on this show. It's been such a blessing and stuff, and yeah. So yeah, I wanted to talk about how um, eventually, not soon, uh, guys, we want to we wanna, like have our own little studio area, not nothing you know, grandeur, spectacular, but it's like our own little area where we can record and be together and talk about all this stuff on camera for the YouTube page and all that stuff. So in order to get that, eventually we're going to have to start a Patreon program where yeah, the our fans out there can support the channel and stuff like that. Maybe once we get around like uh, around like 300 or 500 um, subs on YouTube, we'll start that. We definitely have the listeners and stuff on Podbean so far and Spotify. So we're definitely going to at some point start a Patreon. I know that's just, that's like the big thing around with us with creators and stuff like that around the world with the Patreons. But hey, if it helps, it helps. We definitely want to try to get us to become as bigger as we can be so that this can be our job. And, and the only reason why we're staying up late and not sleeping is because of this page and not anything else. You know what I'm saying? So... We would definitely love to eventually to try a Patreon program within the next couple of months or weeks, so stay tuned for that. Uh, my name is Dwayne. You can find me on Twitter. Um, you can find the page on Twitter. You can find me at Cinemaniac94 on Twitter. You can find the Cinemania page on Twitter as well and Facebook at Cinemania World. Facebook, just type in Cinemania and you'll find us right there, hopefully at the helm. 
And Alex, where can they find you, sir? You can find me at UMass Boston, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Just kidding. Um, you can uh, you can check out my official website, uh, alexmaddenmovies.strikingly.com. There you will find all my links to my social media accounts, which I will not name because they all have different handles, and it's going to be too confusing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, once again, thank you, thank you, you guys. We're going to try to pump out some more content this week. Tomorrow is going to be our Cinemania Nightmares show, uh, Chapter 3, and then we will have the Cinemania live show sometime on Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you next week on the Cinemania World Show. We love you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you.